talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty podcasts. Oh, podcasts. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. What a ride. I'm Carter. <laughs> the, sh- the shape your tongue made <laughs> as you said the word podcast looked like, looked like a bulldog. The bulldogs are just like. <laughs> it went from skinny and low oh, to guy. flat and high. <laughs> I'm Doge. And I'm Jordan. Oh, that's everybody. That's all of us. Yeah, that's, that's all of us. That's we're, everyone. We're all here. Sorry, we my decided mind. We decided to do it without our fourth guy today. Yeah, best. Two chunks and a hunk. Two chunks and a hunk of Did Dare-me. you say Daremy? Daremy. Yeah, yeah, our fourth member. I did forget it was the J is silent. Yeah. Yeah. Daremy. Yeah. Um, my is mind it is silent bit... or just wrong? If it's, it's making that sound. It's just wrong. It's a wrong <laughs> J- my name's Daremy. The J is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a lot to get through today. We've got some spring delirium. We've got just a little bit of movie news. And then we're going to bring some games back. <gasps> At least a game back as we get Final, this time. And then finally, I'm going to have fun on this show again. Before we get to any of that, let's go straight into Moon Knight. I think that needs mm. to be the first half yeah. of our podcast here. We are on episode three. So this was yes, our, yes, yes. by the end of this episode, the halfway point, which somehow this halfway point feels like more content than any other MCU's halfway point for me. I just kind of looked and was like, oh, there's three more. That's exciting. Because I really feel like the pace picked up a lot here in episode three. Of Moon Knight. I'm torn on this episode. I am too. Because the show is still good, but this might have been my least favorite episode. It is definitely my least favorite episode. Because we're, it, it, we've done the same thing three times in a row now. Where it's like we get in trouble. Uh-oh, we're switching identities. Uh-oh, get in trouble, get in trouble, get in trouble. Some in the suit, some in the suit, some in the suit. And then the last 10 minutes of the episode, we get another expensive CG Moon Knight scene. Uh, and it's it just, like, man... The fight was really cool. The fight was and very cool. And the turning stuff the stars back was awesome. Was awesome. And with Kanchu being imprisoned was awesome. But the pace of this episode, to me, like if, if you're just graphing, like charting this episode's momentum, it's the exact same graph as the first two episodes of the show in terms of like yeah. when, when the things happen that happen. I don't know, man. I really hope that we don't. Well, let me let me pump you guys up a little bit, and yeah. I think I think yeah, go. I think you two are cerebral enough that you can catch on probably quicker than the general public. I think when we look at a story like Moon Knight, which if you even just read a blurb on Google, it talks about four separate personalities, and I right. can't say that we've seen all of those. It feels like with something this different, especially even with a history archives of old gods that exist, but we don't know too much about. Uh, I think it makes sense to do the repeat. Now, I, I, I think I'm just one episode away from being like, okay, that's too much. Like if you're using the majority of this season to give us the same beats there, which, but you know, some of these are, and I know y'all know that, but some of these are going to be narrative through lines regardless. It's always sure. going to be Steven against Mark. And then Kanshu gets thrown in every now and then. Sure. But I see what y'all are saying. It didn't bother me as much because- I kind of appreciated them just making sure, hey, by the way, here's how crazy it is now. Making sure y'all know the dynamic here because I my my guess is episode four will will really start to to uh branch off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh well, yeah. But, well, and saying saying that this is my least epi- favorite episode of Moon Knight so far, I still enjoyed it. It's a good show. Like it's, it's like saying this four. is the least it's like saying this is the least good cheese. Right. It's still good. It's still cheese, man. <laughs> 
It's yeah. still cheap. <laughs> um, I am continually impressed by Oscar Isaac. Yes. I know yeah. that, speaking of like just saying the same thing over and over again, that's going to happen every episode. His real-time switch from Mark to Steven in this that episode right there was, was yeah. special. Oh awesome. my goodness. Yeah. That was absolutely special. And of course, he's aided a little bit by the soundtrack there. But sure. And just being the surrogate for Conchu's voice yeah. uh, at one point. That that was really cool too of it. Just kind of taking over, but he's acting with his eyes as if mm-hmm. he's just Mark experiencing these things happening that he can't control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in contrast to all these other avatars that are much better at it and have done it perhaps more and are more used to it. But I don't know. I think the dynamics are great. Something that I didn't like is I think we could be doing better with the relationship between Mark and Steven and, uh, oh my goodness, what's her name? The Layla? Layla. The, his wife. Mark's yeah. wife. Yeah. So I think she's great. And I thought we were going to get much more of her because of the intro being just her and it seemed like her mom, I guess. Yeah, um, I think so. But I, I thought it was cool. I love her necklace that became weapons. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Weapon. Pretty. Cool. Do you yeah, guys feel fighting- sparks flying between her and Steven? Steven? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Did y'all hear? You know, they had they had a uh, a plan originally in production to have Coldplay's "Sky Full of Stars" be playing. Wow. During that, but it didn't. It didn't backwards end up coming through. Yeah, it was yeah they were going to play it backwards. It was. <laughs> what do you think that would sound like? Could you give us a little a little taste of a backwards "Sky Full of Stars"? <laughs> I, I honestly don't think I can. I was trying to think of how to be funny for that. Like, every, every, Coldplay, every Coldplay song, when you boil it down, is just Chris Martin moaning to a melody. Yeah. So it's just sort of, all you got to do is kind of be like, and then put some like, put some like, put some like, uh, harpsichord, some fast mm-hmm. harpsichord and some like big percussion behind it. And that's a Coldplay mm-hmm. song, baby. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. you're, and then you're cooking with Coldplay. I love that we haven't seen Amit yet. Yeah. Um, just yet. It did feel like that was moving. I'm really getting quick. nervous for that reveal. It better Are be you? awesome. If you're going to make yeah. me wait this long. Kanchu yeah. looks cool. I hope we get a, a version of Amit that kind of looks like, because Kanchu is really the only God that we've seen and just his kind of like, mm-hmm. right floating skull, bird skull head. And I, I think it's just so fun. I can't, uh, visually, I love this. Uh, I love the soundtrack. Did y'all listen to the whole credit, post-credits song? Yeah. I did not. Oh my gosh, it was so It's fun. a bop, I rec- dude. I recommend. I think that would be a good Spotify playlist is, is the Moon Knight soundtrack and all the tracks with therein. Anything that stands out more to you on, on Moon Knight? Still loving Ethan Hawke. Uh, he's yeah, he, he's so good. Dude. He is uh, cruising, cruising for a bruising of love. If he's not careful, I'm I'm gonna fall in love with Ethan <laughs> Hawke. Fall straight <laughs> in love with him. him. Him and Oscar Isaac are carrying this show in a good way. Not saying oh, it's a bad show held up by them. It's a great show being made better by their presence. Uh, speaking of Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac, which I mean, the, the whole show is mainly those two. Uh, did y'all see the the little viral? Uh, screenshot the the picture that's been going around the internet right now with those two and Willem Dafoe on set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it could be a lot of things, right? These are all MCU guys, but then also Ethan Hawke and Willem Dafoe are in The Northman. And so, yeah. if, if we don't have any more Moon Knight to talk about before we hit our ads, I do want to talk about a couple movies that are coming out this Friday, uh, the twenty second. One of those being The Northman. 
And Dude, this that podcast, looks so good. It looks, it looks awesome. so good. This podcast had our own little uh, deep dive into the Eggers verse. Um, and that was a ton of fun back in Chunktober. Thank you, Chunkies, for giving us that. It was overwhelming. Did, did, did we, we watch any Eggers? We didn't watch any Eggers. We watched Ari Aster. Oh, Asterverse. Yep. Please forgive. Please forgive. Eggers did. The Asterverse um, is just a universe covered in butts. Just butts. <laughs> that's fine. We can say that. We can say that. Oh, the witch. See, that's why I got mixed up. Sorry, I think sorry, you. Sorry, do sorry. you mean the Vavitch? The Vavitch, which is one of my favorite horror movies ever. I don't know if y'all have seen that. I have not. I haven't either. Um, Saving it for another Chunktober. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it shows up. I, I liked it a lot. But yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy. You can never go wrong throwing any Skarsgård in there. We've got Alex in this one. We've got Willem Dafoe. We've got Nicole Kidman. We've got Ethan Hawke. Um, it just looks very good. Is that a yes from all of us here? That's a big, big yes. Time. Big, big time. yes. Um, possibly even if I do see it in theaters, I will be by myself. I don't believe. I know for sure that Chelsea will not go with, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, the unbearable weight of massive yeah. talent. That is also coming out this weekend. That's another yes from me, dude. I that think it is for me kind too. kind of looks awesome. It's a massive yes. And everywhere, everywhere is being rated very high. Mm-hmm. Cool. Everywhere. Uh, and in some of the early reviews that I've been reading, just kind of the general reviews, people are talking about really Pedro Pascal. They're kind of like, hey. I'm sure. Yeah. Let's not brush over the fact that this had this was a unique position to play with Nick Cage playing himself and being fully Nick Cage. They were like, hey, Pedro kind of was step for step. Like he kind of pulled this off. And I'm not… Totally surprised by that. Yeah, I love Pedro. No. Dude, I have loved how he has sort of exploded out of nowhere over the yeah. past like six years or so. Yeah. Yep. Game of Thrones Absolutely. and then to the moon. Game of Thrones He's, and then everything else. Yep. Yeah. Pascal and Oscar Isaac kind of feel similar parts of, of, of the universe to me in terms of about their age and their careers and just kind of doing stuff that was smaller, but then just really latching on to… It's it's one thing to like Chris Pratt your way into a movie franchise, yeah, and then it's another thing to like Pedro Pascal your way because <laughs> that's like he's true. in Star Wars too, right? And so is Oscar Isaac, but nobody's kind of like here's our blockbuster guy, and right? I, think, I, I don't necessarily know what the difference is. Maybe it's layers, maybe it's because they they have a little bit more range, but yeah, is I'm, I'm really loving what they're doing. talking about. Oscar Moon Knight feels like his first kind of blockbuster thing that he's the draw. I mean, I know he was oh, in yeah. Dune, but it's like he is Tim's dad in Dune. Right. This yeah. is the first, like, I, I don't know. I mean, he's obviously well, Poe, been the, Yeah. Sure, but he wasn't the draw of that. No, he wasn't. And there was actually, uh, it had come to light, I think recently, that Oscar Isaac was at first not down. He didn't really want to join the MCU. <laughs> I told you thought, that last week. Was that you? That was me. <laughs> oh, I didn't see your face, so I didn't oh, remember this it. this is so embarrassing. I didn't remember it, but… Also, I don't know if y'all if y'all know much about Greek tragedies, but yeah, <laughs> um, I learned something recently. Please tell us all the things that a great and wise yeah. teacher has taught I'll you. Do, I'll do it right after these ads. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day. 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That was the ad adsterverse. <laughs> He's talking about the asterverse. Now, that's the adsterverse. Your yeah, internet that. connection dropped so hard, and all I heard was <laughs> it, oh, 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 adsterverse. Oh, that was me I singing see. "Sky Full of Stars" backwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did I beat you to it, Dosh? Is that what you were going to say? It is. Yeah. <laughs> so Hi, I'll my. say it this week, and then you say it next week. Okay, great. Um, we need to talk about spring delirium. And do y'all feel a little kind of like a weight lifted today? How does it feel not having to do the voting here? I get to armchair quarterback the voting now and say, I wouldn't have picked that, but... I like Jordan. to be in control of things. No, are he you sure? Like it. He doesn't are you sure? Like it. He doesn't like it. Okay. Okay. We had eight matchups. We had our sweet 16 this week, and it went over to Survey Hero, in which our friends... Over uh, all over the place, I guess, through social meds, Discord, Chunkies, got social to vote. Um, and I have the results for us here today. Beautiful. Our first matchup was Mario against Bowser. Tale is old as time. Sure. Winner is old as time, other, I assume. I couldn't think of any other lines from that song. Song is old as rhyme? Is that right? Yep. Tale is old as time. Song as old as rhyme. Sounds to say the least. Mario <laughs> yeah. won by, uh, he had 92% of the vote. Yeah, of course he did. Oh, Bowser yeah, obviously. Bowser was a crush. Bowser's Our used to it. Matchup, Bowser's used to getting butt stomped by young, young Mario. The next matchup was the closest because our winner had 52% of the vote. Ooh. Wow. This was between Zelda and Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. And Zelda won. Yeah, yeah. Zelda beat Pac-Man. We had a fun thing, uh, Doge created the survey for our Chunkies, and there was kind of an open-ended question in terms of asking people uh, to give us a little more explanation for some of your choices. Like, we told people we wanted to know why you chose what you chose. And there was a handful of people that did say, uh, it, it felt like the ones that had the Pac-Man energy were just saying, you know, in terms of iconography, he he feels like more of an icon. And it's sure. tough. It's yeah. a tough... Uh, Zelda having the name, the namesake of of so many of those great games... I think pushed her through ultimately. So fifty-two percent. Yeah, Pac-Man belongs in a museum. Right. Yeah. So maybe that's why po- folks yeah. voted for. It originally was was called Puckman uh, after the sound Paku Paku. That's crazy. So thank you. Was that Scott I told Pilgrim? You that. Remember Scott you told, Pilgrim. I told you Scott Pilgrim. Oh, you did tell me. You did tell me that. that yeah, me. yeah. Our next matchup was Sonic against Kratos, mm-hmm. and with seventy-nine percent of the vote mm-hmm. by Kratos. Sonic took this one. Uh, we did have a funny comment, though, that was talking about how Kratos kills deities and Sonic is a deity. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty That's clever. That's pretty funny. Interesting. Our next matchup was uh, one of the— uh, it was another just big, big win. We had a 92%, more than 92% of the vote. This was Pikachu over Joel. Yep. Bye, Joel. Yeah. 
Joel only got about 8%. Now, before we get to the end of this, I do want to say that before we started recording, I, I said that I think both Last of Us characters that were here are going to be out. And Jordan does not agree with that. I'm not saying necessarily that I don't agree with that. Just that I, it, I think outside of some people intentionally booting Ellie as some sort of vendetta that they have created, Laura Croft just doesn't have the cultural weight that she once did. And Ellie just came off of a game of the year contender and a new HBO series coming in. So yeah. I'm just saying she yeah, has totally. the cultural weight. I totally disagree about that. That's actually the how, final matchup. What I just said is true, though. How do you disagree? No, with- I, I think it's. I think that's definitely an opinion. Who has more cultural weight? I think is totally a matter of opinion. Right now, you think that Laura Croft carries the same weight that Ellie does? Right now, I think that Laura Croft has more heft behind her as a character than Ellie does. Because if I go to somebody who doesn't know anything about video games and I say Tomb Raider, they know what that is. If I say The Last of Us, they don't know what that is. Okay. Our yeah, next that's matchup fair. was our next matchup was Link against Geralt. Geralt Break only my got heart. 10, only got ten percent of the vote. Yeah. There. Yeah. Link got ninety percent. Yeah. As he should vote. have. So Link mm-hmm. moves on. Then we had Master Chief again John, against John Marston. Bye, John. Master Chief with ninety-two percent of the vote. There was most most of the comments that we had were about Master Chief. A lot of heat here. Mm. A lot of a lot of momentum behind. Master Chief. Yeah, there's a lot then of love for the Halo series. we had Donkey Kong against Tony Hawk. This was our second closest matchup. Bye, DK. 60% of the vote went to Master Hawk. Tony yeah, yeah, Hawk yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. beat Donkey Kong. And then our <laughs> final matchup, Lara Croft against Ellie. Our winner had 76% of the vote. And it was Lara Croft. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, Lara Croft to move on. I understand what Doge is saying about Lara Croft. I I understand the idea of like there are video game icons. I just don't think Lara Croft is in that echelon at all. Not anymore. Mm. I think that, can you can you lose your icon status? I think that your icon status can become irrelevant. Sure, but are you still an icon? Just an irrelevant icon? Yeah, of course. I I'm I'm just saying we had we had the Tomb Raider games were groundbreaking. Then they put out some dumpster fires for a while. And then they came back with a reboot that is pretty good. But there is a lot of cultural backlash to the depiction of Laura Croft for years being um, objectified and sexualized. And that's why people... Yeah. I mean, for a long time, the name Tomb Raider for like <laughs> the circles my particular parents ran in. No. Yeah. yeah. The, the name Tomb Raider was synonymous with like, you're nasty. You're a nasty you play a, person. You play a nasty boy. Game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think her reputation as a character was damaged by that for a long time and she was not taken seriously. My point yeah. was simply Ellie has the current heat. She has the most recent good game of the two of them. By, by like far. Yes. Right. Right. I like the I like the history between these two though because we kind of have seen the uh, evolution of the heroine sure. in general yes. in these stories. Totally. That yeah, we and tell. I don't so think, I think you have cool Ellie matchup. without Lara Croft. I am just shocked that there is seventy six percent love for Lara Croft, a character I have almost no affinity for beyond respect for the history. Yeah, so it's, it's I think it's it would be it would be easier to understand if we if we were not. Video game boys, particularly if we were not the Last of Us boys, I think. 
which right. makes the last that was the last of them by the way yeah. yeah there's not they're not here anymore no i had i had no um i had no championship hopes for either of those two characters for sure our next round the elite eight i'm going to tell you guys the matchups <clears throat> i don't want to hear your guess because i don't want any votes to be swayed because we know there's lots of jordanites and uh dogeites out there so we, we don't want to sway anything but the elite eight is perhaps the tightest round of any of our spring delirium. And a majority of that is a thanks to the two of you and most recently uh, to the Chunkies. But Chunkies, get ready for this this week as, as we have new surveys out. But it's going to be in the Elite Eight, Mario against Zelda. It will be Sonic against Pikachu. <laughs> oh, no. Link against Master Chief. Wow. And finally, Tony Hawk against Laura Croft. I am bamboozled. <laughs> I have really no idea how that one's going to turn yeah. out. Yeah, wow. Um, speaking of having no idea of how something's going to turn out, let's play Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> okay. We've <laughs> Sorry for the. Sorry, yeah. Sorry for the bad sound. <laughs> In the game Rumpelstiltskin, it's been a while since we've played. But in this game, I'm going to read essentially a synopsis. Uh, not really a synopsis, kind of a tease that Rotten Tomatoes uh, Flickster writes for movies that are coming out. I'm trying to pick movies that these boys have never heard of before. And based off of what I read about the movie, the movie info, they have to guess the title of this movie. And we begin. Releasing April 22nd. So it's releasing the same time as Massive Talent and The Northman. Two teen sisters, Haley and Brooke, which, by the way, this is one of my favorite movie infos of Flickster because it's more than just movie info. They're giving us the entire plot. I think you're going to find out by the end of this what happens in this movie. <laughs> cool. Two teen sisters, Haley and Brooke, go to live with their grandmother when their father is arrested for a crime he didn't commit. Their grandma used to be a country music star, but she retired after the, after the death of their grandfather in a car accident. Haley wants to be a country singer like her grandma, but she suffers from bad stage fright. Don't we all, Haley? Brooke used to be a barrel racer, but she was injured in the accident. Didn't we all, Brooke? I'm, I'm adding my own stuff here. Sure. Mm. The girls yeah. convinced their grandmother to come out of retirement to raise money for their dad's defense. The concert is a success and helps Haley get over her stage fright, which, by the way, why do we need to watch it now? <laughs> uh, not that it wasn't predictable. However, when they go to withdraw the money, they find that it's gone. The girls and their grandma find a way to recover the money <laughs> and then ultimately use it to free their father. <laughs> Why are they telling us everything? And with their grandma's help, both girls go on to chase their dreams of being a singer and a barrel racer. It's a Timothy Armstrong PG movie, 93 mm -hmm. minutes long drama and music, music genre. So perhaps it's somewhat of a musical. I'm going to ask you one question. And I, I, you can tell me if you're allowed to answer, but I do have one question for you about this movie. Is Dolly Parton in this? She's not. Okay. She's not. I thought she'd play the grandma. Felt like she needed to be. She's not. What's the title of this movie? Doge, you want to go first? Yeah. I think this movie's called Working 9 to 5, and they can't sing that song because they don't have Dolly Parton in it, but they're just going to kind of wink at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe the grandma's Miss Piggy, who, who is puppet Dolly Parton instead. <laughs> Grandma is Cheryl Ladd, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. I love this one. I wondered what she was doing next. Yeah. 
Jordan? I think… I think this movie's called like Grandma Still Got It. <laughs> I was gonna Grandma's go with I was it. gonna go with Papa's Last Chance. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah, or like Haley's Haley's Comet, some sort of thing like that. But I I think it's Grandma yeah. still got it. So we've got Grandma still got it and working nine to five. Yeah, that, that matchup feels like one of our Elite Eight matchups. So it's a <laughs> I'm not totally sure who wins that. The title of this movie is called A Cowgirl's Song. Oh, that's worse. Yeah, that is objectively worse. Wait, is a she? Hang on. Is this picture, an American Girl story or something? <laughs> in that cover, is she on a horse or a cow? I couldn't see it quickly That's enough. A horse. Okay, she thinks that cowgirls ride actual cows everywhere they go. <laughs> I've yeah, only read books. Cowgirl. I've only read books. I'm a cowgirl. We've talked Jeez. about that before, right? How fun it would be to do a Western series called Horse Boys, because they're not cow. <laughs> they ride horses. <laughs> now that it's spoken onto a podcast. It yes, might, we uh, always keep all of our promises. <laughs> we keep all our promises. So we're just going to have to keep that one. Also coming out April 22nd. An hour. It's it's one more minute than Cowgirl's song. Oh, so Good for them. Keep that in mind. So it's one minute R. better. Ooh. Rated R. It's, it's a comedy. Man, a lot happens by, in that one minute. <laughs> it's the most, Debra, <laughs> the most shocking minute ever filmed. Deborah Neal Fisher. Jordan, you're going to guess first. Okay. So just start preparing. I'd love heart. some information first. Yeah, it's going to happen. I'm just trying to switch, switch things up. Think a rustic getaway with no cell service, internet, or social media is a romantic way to revive your marriage and revitalize your sex life? Uh, your Wii Sports game? It's really specific for this synopsis. <laughs> Think again. No wonder it's rated R. Now, here's a… Here's a I, I'm not trying to poo-poo on this guy's attractiveness. Sure. But here's here's our couple. When Janine, Eva Longoria, okay, and Dan, Matt Walsh, okay, all right, realize okay. the only spark in the bedroom is from the wall socket. Dan <laughs> proposes. Dan proposes a quiet, relaxing weekend in a remote mountain town as the solution to rekindle and recharge. No kids, no phone, no social media. Only clean, fresh air and lots of romance. But what starts as the perfect weekend getaway quickly spirals out of control with unearthly encounters, strong edibles, cranky locals, <laughs> and a pesky one-eyed dog. Without GPS to guide them or social media to save them, Dan and Janine are forced to rediscover what truly matters, each other. Jordan, what is the title of this film? This is just called Retreat. Doge? This is called Out of the Woods. Nice. This is another tough matchup. I can't pick a winner. The title of this movie is called Unplugged. No, it isn't, mm. though. It's called Unplugging. Unplugging. Un yeah. It's called… The title of this movie is called <laughs> Not Plugged In Anymore. <laughs> it's called Unplugging. I'm literally showing them the title and I can't even read Saying it. it wrong as you point it hey, at my face. Does, does Matt Walsh it's have a mustache in this? podcasting. Uh no, then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like him. <laughs> <laughs> then you're out. Doge is completely out, guys. I'm uh, not saying I'm out, but if he had a mustache, I would under he would be in the same category, mm, category right. as Evil and Gloria. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, our next and final movie for Rumpelstiltskin today is going to be a unique one. It's going to be a little bit special. After I read the movie info. Before we guess the title of the movie, we're going to do a count to three. I'm going to count to three. 
And then y'all tell me who you feel like our main character, Alex Lewis, who do you feel plays Alex in this movie? Okay. This will be released April 29th. So next week, rated R, Martin Campbell, action mystery thriller. Alex Lewis, an expert assassin with a reputation for discreet precision, is caught in a moral quagmire. Alex refuses to complete a job that violates his code and must quickly hunt down and kill the people who hired him before they and FBI agent Vincent Sarah, played by Guy Pierce, find him first. Alex is built for revenge, but with a memory that is beginning to falter, he is forced to question his every action, blurring the line between right and wrong. Again, we're going to guess who plays Alex on three. Do y'all have an idea? Yeah. Right, give me give me two seconds. Hold on. Expert assassin with a reputation for discreet precision. Yeah. Built for revenge. Why can't I think of any actors that have ever existed right now all of a sudden? It's tough. It's, my, brain has, my brain has just blanked on that's everybody on who has day. ever been in a movie before. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I know exactly who it is. I'm just waiting for my friend Carter to count to three. I've decided... One, two, three. Matt Damon. Jason Statham. Oh, wow. Liam Neeson, guys. That's the oh. most Liam Neeson role ever. Oh, yeah, that is pretty Actually, Liam it's the most Matt Damon role ever because it is Jason no, Bourne. Not. So my second no, guess was not. actually going to be Denzel, which is pretty much Ooh. just Liam Neeson at this yeah. point. Yeah, also yeah. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Liam Neeson, Guy Pierce, Monica Bellucci. Okay. What is the title of this film? Did you, do you want me to read the movie info again? No. Nah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Doge, what is this film called? I think it, I mean, it's Neeson. So it's, it is dad trash. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a one word title and I think it's assassin. I've developed a particular set of skills. The most generic thing that when your dad's like, have you seen assassin? You'd be like, dad, what is that? <laughs> have you seen Saint? <laughs> have you watched the movie Gun? Boom. I like this new movie called Boom. <laughs> There's a what new movie. Have you seen Speed? Uh, hey, 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 hey. I'm just saying. Leave that movie out of it. Leave love, that movie out of it. Hey, hey. I love that. Hey, champ. Maybe when we're done mowing, we can watch the movie called Shooting. Shooter uh, even. Shooter even is the one. That, it's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg would have been a pretty strong guest for this character yeah. as well. Hey, say, yeah. hey, say hi. I bet you say hi to your mother for me. Um. After catching up on Survivor last night. Oh, I froze. <laughs> what an oh, awful my time. Goodness. You said you said fun fact. See, what an awful see. time to freeze. <laughs> <laughs> After Chelsea and I caught up and it was the two hour episode of Survivor. Oh, yeah. Have y'all watched that mm-hmm. by the way? No. Bedigate. Bedigate. Have you watched any of this season, uh, Dave? Yeah. Okay. I just haven't watched the most recent one. Okay. Uh, after we watched that, again. we happened to turn on the there old is. TNT, and it was the last ten minutes of Con Air, and Chelsea had ooh, ooh. So speaking of like action movies, she was like, "This is ridiculous." I was like, "I know." I was just smiling huge the whole time as they land the plane on the Strip uh, of Las Vegas, a busy Strip, <laughs> by the way. Mm-hmm. Nick Nick Cage's thick, thick Southern accent. By the way, I have somebody who is competing to be a top five player of all time this season on Survivor for my tastes. Same. Same, my friend. And I, Ooh, I think we might I'm willing to bet one. it's the same person. <laughs> yep. Um, this movie's called Backtrack. Yeah. 
Y'all have done it again. I can't pick a winner. Which, I, by the way, I've never picked a winner in this game. Yeah, I don't think you ever. <laughs> Unless this we like is, actually got it. This movie is called Memory. Yeah. Wow. Memory. They were like, That's how close taken. can we get to Memento? Yeah. That's already. There's got to be a movie called Memory. Let's go ahead and put this. Guy Pierce in it. Yeah. That's got to be taken. I mean, I'm going to make a movie about two movie stars who get furious well, it, at each other, and I'm going to call it Star Wars. It's ironic that you immediately said that's got to be taken. I imagine it's the same plot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's the very same plot. But instead, it's like, I've got have- a very particular set of skills, but I don't remember them right now. <gasps> I've, got a very, I've got a very confusing set of memories. <laughs> I have a very particular set of… What was I doing? Um, uh, so, I have… We're going to play A Star Was Born. Very quickly here at the end, because it's a very special star. One birthday I'm going to give you. One birthday today. Are we ready? Yes. Yeah. That's what you think. Born April 18th, 1976. 1976. That would make her 46. All right? Look at my math. Did Mm, I do it? Yeah. She has 77. Uh, I feel like I already know who this is. She has 77 credits to her name. I feel like I already know who this is. And two upcoming pro- projects, which I'll I'll put those on the table. 77. If you've never heard a star was born, we celebrate certain stars' birthdays by playing a game. And what we do is we have these boys pick three random credits. So within the 77, they can pick three random credits. And I read the title of that credit. And based off of the titles, based off of the credits that they choose randomly, they have to guess whose birthday it is today. Let's go with these credits. Where do we go first, boys? 77. Let's shoot uh, early teens, maybe mid-teens. Yeah, I'm going to let you lead the way because I don't think I know who well, this is. Well, I have a hunch. And I'm feeling pretty strong about it just with some energy Carter's given off. But uh, mm-hmm. let's go 16. Okay. Yeah. With the 16th credit, it was a TV movie in 1997 called Two Came Back. Okay, 1997. So they were like 20. Yeah. We need to be around there. But more recent stuff might be helpful, but also might not be. I'm completely lost. Let's I don't know go. How many did you is. say? 77. Can we do like 73, Doge? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I don't know. who. I have no dog in the fight. 73, you say? Mm-hmm. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's a TV movie yep. that came out in 2020. Yep. She, she plays a, an uncredited role, but we'll go ahead and give this one. Felice. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just guess? Nope. I, I need okay. one more credit. I was trying to nail Sabrina the Teenage Witch with the first guess. Um, <laughs> I, I don't remember… What era, what era that would have been. We also would accept Nailing Holiday and Handcuffs starring Mario Lopez as well. That would be uh, mm-hmm. late mm-hmm. late aughts. So perhaps somewhere in the late 20s, early 30s before she started doing only made-for-TV movies and cranking out like five a year. <laughs> or we could try and hit Melissa and Joey. Either one. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go 32. 32 feels really good. 32. Okay. 
Hold up. We're getting there. 20. Uh, these aren't numbered, by the way. Chunky's He's got to count. So long. It's an animated series. Uh, that had 65 episodes. She was Sabrina, Sabrina the Teenage the animated series. Yeah, she was in a Sabrina animated series. <laughs> oh. Whose birthday is it? Melissa. Happy birthday today on your 46th birthday on this Monday when you're very likely in line to pick up your children. <laughs> I don't think you're listening to this podcast, but happy birthday, Melissa. No, Joan Melissa's Hart. definitely listening to this somebody, podcast. Trying to get somebody. trying to get ideas for her next project. Somebody from Melissa's team is definitely listening hi, to the podcast. Hi, Melissa's interns. We hope you're doing well. We haven't written any movies lately, but we'll let you know when we do. <laughs> to end today's episode, oh, I'd love to have yeah. your name. And I want you to tell me what Melissa Joan Hart's next project is. Ooh, very good. Not the one that's even in upcoming projects on her IMDb page, which one of them is something about Clarissa continuing to explain it. I don't really know what it's called. <laughs> Wait, is it really? Um, yeah. That's funny. Clarissa, yeah, untitled <laughs> Clarissa Explains It All reboot. <laughs> Clarissa tells you to just yeah, Google it. Yeah, Clarissa says the internet's here now. Yeah, and then there's another one called Dirty Little Secret. So oh, is that, is that, is Dirty Little, little Secret? secret. Do you think Dirty Little Secret is about a movie star who is past her prime stealing an idea from a little podcast based in Dallas? How amazing would that be? How amazing would that be? Dude, How honestly, would it be? would be both validating and exciting. I'm Carter, and I believe the project that Melissa is currently working on uh, is she actually is working on a movie podcast. <laughs> um, I think she's going to be doing that um, with likely two other people would be my assumption on Mondays they'd have little games that they play and a couple of them would kind of like hate the games but secretly love them um I don't know who she'll cast but it will be someone who was in a Hallmark movie I'm sure mm -hmm. it's a the podcast is it's her and the Mark Hoppus from Blink 182 and the guy from Simple Plan it's called Two Punks and Some Spunk That's and so she's good. all the spunk she's all the energy and they're the Way two punks go, you know what I mean that was just brilliant. As you were like the pace in which you were giving me that, I was like, this is going to hit. Just a drip feed, just a little drip feed hit. right there. <laughs> just a little drip. It was very good. Yes. Two punks and some spunk. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. That's the project. Doge has just been so out of it the moment he recognized that her name would be, her, even her name would be on this podcast. I'm tired of giving her free publicity. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of helping out Melissa. <laughs> Every time she's about to completely fade, like bing bong, because people forget her, we bring her right back to life. <laughs> Honestly, it, I have circled around so hard. You know, like the first time you tried black coffee when you were young and you're like, ugh, uh, uh, oh, it's so, uh, but I liked the way it smelled. Why does it taste so bad? And then all of a sudden you find yourself circling around on it and you're like, actually, this is pretty good. I have found myself circling so hard on Melissa Joan Hart being so furious and then coming around this other side being like, look, I refuse to believe that someone didn't yoink that idea from us. I'm, I'm but I'm fine flattered. to believe. But I'm flattered. There's I'm no... I am fine to believe she didn't yoink it. How? The unacceptable, the unacceptable thing is the repeated attempts to contact her, emailing her production company directly <laughs> and and... 
Sabrina the Teenage Witch saying, no, I'm too busy making things for your mom to watch while she's wrapping presents <laughs> to reply to a no, DM. She yoinked it, and that's why they're not responding because they know that uh, we are not persistent enough and that we'll just go away. We started we started super nice, by the way. We did. We I started think very nice. That. We started very, very nice. And then she basically made us the villain from The Incredibles. You know what I'm saying? It's just like we had love, and then you just pushed us aside, and you created a monster. Mm. I'm Doge. MJH's next project uh, is set in a small town called Podville. And the librarian in the small town, Minerva, is trying to think of something to get the teens in, to get them to want to come in and read. And How so, do I reach these teens? How do I reach these <coughs> teens? And so Minerva begins hosting a book club Minerva on Mondays. By Jack Black as Nacho Libre. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Minerva begins hosting a book club on Mondays and she calls the book club Minis Mondays. Ooh. <laughs> and that's the name of the movie because Melissa Joan Hart is a talentless hack who steals our good ideas. Oh, <laughs> dang. I don't think she's talentless. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's talentless. Maybe a, ha- maybe a, ha- maybe a little hacky. <laughs> I don't think she's talentless. <laughs> I like her. I'd hang out with her today. I would I would immediately 180 degrees reverse my opinion of Melissa Joan Hart if there was any communication other than I'm too busy to communicate. Are we about you. to reignite this whole thing? Is that what's about to happen? It's, Are we it's reach out again? ignited. It's on fire, man. Should we just wave on every post that she has? Just do the little <laughs> wave emoji. Like start at the beginning and come all the way to current day. There are two <laughs> options time. here. It, she either... She either will have no idea who we are because she's already forgotten, or she will see it and be like, no, they're back. The ones I stole from. They're back. Yeah. They're back. Yeah. I thought I got rid of them. Um, this is, hang on. This is the part where we've said a lot of like litigious stuff about Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. We, it's allegedly, 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 jokes, allegedly, jokes, allegedly, jokes, allegedly, jokes, allegedly, jokes, allegedly, jokes, allegedly, 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 Allegedly. I allegedly think that Melissa Joan Hart or someone from her production company or someone that is close to her allegedly absolutely listened and stole our idea. Deep down in my soul, I believe that. Can I prove it? No. Is it likely? No, but I believe it. To have our full idea, they'd have to be Patreon members. They would. (gasps) So, hmm. interesting. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I'm Jordan, and I don't know. It just feels like she's probably like making the next Zelda or something. She wants to be in my life so bad that she's just trying to worm her way in there. Are Melissa- you bummed though if you find out it's like hey, there's a 150 million dollar budget movie, um, and the executive producer is Melissa Joan Hart? It's going to be a Zelda. Yes, movie. I, mean, I am bummed. I'm inst- Are you I'm devastated? Yeah. Is there any hope that it'll be good? Mm-mm. Mario Lopez as Link. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. Maybe I could watch Link sit backwards (laughs) on a chair for sure. Hey, also, I got nothing but love for Mario Lopez. That'll never change. You can't. No. He had nothing to do with it. I love you, Mario. You got. I got no beef with you, man. Allegedly. Allegedly, I have no beef with you. Allegedly, Mario was an unwilling participant in the destruction of our IP. AC Slater could come to my house right now and steal my laptop with any other ideas I have on it. And I'd be like, ah, Slater. That's fine. That's what you do, man. Where's Zach? Where's Zach at? President of the United States. Where's, M- where's MPG, man? 
Well, Chunky, see us, see us later. We'll talk more about video games just like how Mario is one video game in a video game. That was really good, Carter. <laughs> Thank you. Great job. Really good, man. That was just off the off the top. Off the dome? Right? That was wow. That, wow. that was impressive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't say. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.